At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. So tell me, can you look me in the A bit weird tonight. A bit weird. We're another man down. Yeah, and it's it's sad, isn't it? Well, it feels a bit empty, so I've rearranged the way we're yeah, sitting. I've just I've looked over to my right, I've seen you, and I've looked past you, and Rick's not there. I know. But we've got cats behind me. Yeah, we've got chats with cats. We've got two cats. We've got Dan, Mark, and uh, we're good to go, mate. We've yep. got Olympics that have just finished. I I actually think this has been a pretty good success. And I was a bit worried. Remember we were saying three yeah. months ago, it's fucking stupid. It probably shouldn't go ahead. I think they've come out of it pretty well. Well, let's rewind time because Rick and I were saying, you know, maybe 12 gold medals. I think Rick said maybe 11. We were around that sort of ballpark. And you came out and said how many? 16. And we thought, mate, you're kidding yourself. You know, we get it. You're patriotic. You love Australia. But you took it too far. <laughs> As it turns out, you were bang on the money. Well, and it was one off. I'm going to start asking you for gambling advice because this, oh, don't was, do that. this was extreme. Like, how did you get that close? It was a stab in the dark. But yeah. do you know what I actually did? And this is no word of a lie. Is I was yeah. looking at the golds we'd got from 2000 and working my way back okay. for every Olympic. So I, rough numbers, I think it was like 28, then we won 22. Yeah. And then I was thinking like, well, we'll probably drop six. And a few people aren't going. I thought 16 is probably a good number. Yeah. And that's what I went with. And you were bang on. Mm. And uh, no, it was a very entertaining Olympics. And I reckon I enjoyed it more than any other Olympics since Sydney. And that sounds a bit strange because I was so young. But I remember Sydney being such a big deal. Like there was a real build up about it. It was in our country and I was just so keen on it. And this one, it's sort of like... It was meant to happen last year. There was a delay and then finally it came about and we just dominated. And it was so good to see us doing better than so many other countries that I thought, we're and, not going to beat and them. And so many really young people coming through, like that 18-year-old yeah. skateboarder. I can't even remember his name. Yeah. Um, the BMX guy as well. Yeah. Skateboarding, I mean, how good is it? Like sports that you didn't think might even exist on well, like the Olympic calendar, I know they're there and they are there, and they're there yeah. for a reason because there must be a big enough following and enough people doing it. But I'm yeah. surprised the UFC hasn't made it in there. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah. there's so many fighting things. I asked Rick the question last week. Yeah, uh, I think we we listed six, and UFC to me now is getting so much popularity. Yeah, it's only a matter of time. It's I reckon the next two Olympics, it's in there. Yeah, seeing people get their heads kicked in during the Olympics, I can't think of anything I'd rather see. Do you think it's too violent? I've never been a fan of it, but there's been times, you know those friends that are obsessed with the UFC and they're like, come round, like, like Rick, beer, oh, Rick, come round, beers, you know, there's going to be a bit of a, going to get a few boys around and we'll watch it and we're just going to, you know, sit there for three hours drinking beers and watching people kick the fucking shit out but of But you'll get around like, that though, even if you don't follow it. Yeah, I mean, I I love getting around 
um, sports if the people that I'm with are really passionate about it. Like yeah. if they're really into it and I'm not that into it, by the end of the day, I'm going to be into it. Yeah. So. No, I'm the same. It doesn't doesn't bother me at all. Do you know another thing? Going back to the Olympic tally, yeah. I was scrolling down and just checking out every country, how they did. Yeah. And I came across um, Kazakhstan, I think it was, who had eight bronze. Eight bronze. Eight bronze, so, no silver, no gold, right? Oh, that's unlucky. I know. But there was but six, sort of impressive at the same time. It is. But there were six countries above them yeah. that had technically beaten them yeah, with on, one, just one silver. No gold, no bronze, just one silver. So on the medal tally, they were actually put ahead of Kazakhstan. Correct. Yeah. See, I have a problem with this because I feel like Kazakhstan as a collective, yeah. their country has been more successful over more events. Yeah. But they're now coming... Yeah. Or rated lower. I see what you mean. It's like someone from Kazakhstan has been on the medal podium eight times. Yeah. Not not twice, three times, eight times, and they are below another country that may have only been on there once, say with a silver medal. Yeah. Just one silver. But this is the thing. If you were someone from Kazakhstan, so let's say it's Australia, yeah. would you rather go the whole Olympics and us win one silver or win eight bronze? Okay. I hope. I hope that never happens. But if it did, I have to. Of course, you would want the eight bronze. Yeah, yeah, because so, that's seven more medals. But in your head, do you feel like a te- a country that has eight medals versus just one is more successful? It, they have to be considered more successful. But you're right. Um, on the medal tally, they're not more successful. Well, they're I'll, rated below. I'll, I'll pop this little section of the medal tally up on the screen now for anyone that's watching on YouTube. Yeah, but. I just want to know whether or not you think maybe they need to structure it differently. So gold's just definitely still worth the most, right? Yeah. But instead of being like three points, two points, one point, maybe go five points for gold, three for silver, one for bronze. Yeah. Because in that, if we put those rules into Because effect, they do favour gold. Yeah, massively. But but like I see what you mean. Like let's favour gold as way more valuable than the other colours, but let's – Favorite a little bit more than the three two one system. So your five two one system, I yeah. actually don't mind because it's sort of like five three one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's five, two, one, it's unfair to rate a gold medal with just a three. Mm. You can't do that. No, I think it's worth way more. Yeah, but well, I, I I was going through the tally and I had a look at a, a country like Ukraine. Mm. One gold, six silver, twelve bronze. Now, they're way down, yet they have won 19 medals at the Olympics. They are below other countries that I've, I looked had only won three or four. So that Ukraine has been stitched up and Dan... Do you see what I'm saying? You're, anyone listening from Ukraine, which is maybe like zero people, um, Dan is on your side right now. I'm on a, I want all these countries that have been snubbed for years to get a little bit more recognition. Yeah. That's all I want because yeah, yeah. when I saw that eight bronze... And then that one silver, it disturbed me. Yeah. I didn't like it at all. Absolutely. It was very bad. Yeah. But the winner was uh, USA with 39 gold. That's great effort. And about 113 medals smashed wow. it out the park. And I think... Uh, of course they do. Well, they only beat China by one. We love seeing United States do well, don't we, Dan? Oh, when love do they that. not do well? <laughs> AFL footy. That's the only time. Imagine if AFL was an Olympic sport. Wouldn't it, that, I'd love that. would be a that. great day. It would be amazing. Because that's one extra gold medal Australia would get. Do you think that's ever a possibility? 
like in the next century? I would have said uh, two years ago no, but now that I know that skateboarding and all this other stuff is a part of the Olympics. Then hey, did breakdancing come into it this year? Uh, I didn't see breakdancing. I swear I've heard breakdancing. And dancing. if I did see it, I probably would have thrown up and remembered it. So I'm going to say no, I didn't. Oh, fair enough. All right. Hey, um, the other thing that really annoyed me, apart from the medal tally, was yeah. how often yep. in Australia we have our Melbourne Cup race, the race that stops a nation. It's the race that stops a lot of protesters and a lot of vegans as well. A lot of It doesn't stop them. It starts them. So, yeah, it, it, it revs them up. A lot of people, animal activists, yeah. which is fair enough because... I get where they're coming yeah, from, yeah. right? But let's just calm the fuck down because if yeah. you're going to whinge about the Melbourne Cup, start yeah. whinging about equestrian in the Olympics. Oh, my God. All this right? Is, this is a great point. Yeah. Still yeah. a horse being ridden, doing something it probably doesn't want to do or does. Yeah. Arguments there. So why do we not hear it? There's, now, I, I go through the comments. There's no one there going, oh. now, now that you mentioned it, I was watching it and I was waiting for the protesters, people on social media, you know, on Twitter, waiting for backlash like, you know, how can you do this? This shouldn't be allowed. But they weren't there. So why are they there at the Melbourne Cup but they're not there at the Olympics? This is what I don't get. Like I honestly – Is it, it something to do with the platform? Like they're not going to get heard if they protest? Maybe it's because there's something in it for them. The gold medal. Ooh. They're invested. Here we go. You know I what I mean? Yeah, Melbourne I Cup, it. they haven't bet on it. They're yeah, just angry about it. Exactly. A lot of people um, during the Cup, like, it's crazy how angry people get. Like, they go to the track, they hold banners. You see so many things. But, yeah, equestrian, I was very surprised. It's like, well, if they are going to protest, how would they protest? I mean, I didn't, re- I didn't see anything on social media. That, well, they can't go there and protest. Yeah. It's, it's all going to be on social media. Yeah, but and that's what I'm saying. I didn't see anything on social not, media. Any of the, the Facebook comments or whatever, usually straight after the Melbourne Cup, they try and find a moment, let's say like a horse that gets injured, whether it's in the main race or a race during the day or a week or a week before. They find something, they make that the centrepiece, and then they all jump on board and go, this is why it should be banned. Fuck everyone. Mm. There was nothing. There was not... Anything at all. Like I didn't even see someone say, oh. Yeah, and this isn't a dig, like anyone listening, like, oh, why don't you protest? Like I was just surprised, you know. Okay, but is there a reason why we might not have seen it? Is it because horses um, in racing are maybe pushed harder? All right, pause there. We don't know the answer. And this is where I would say anyone listening, comment on our video or on whatever platform you're on and let us know. Because we've discussed it, there's a reason behind it. We don't know what it is, but we want to know. Yeah, there's got to be something. Absolutely there is. It only takes five seconds to slide into the DM. Bang. All right, you ready for this? I'm excited now that I'm going to have to press my timer button for me. You're you're now a part of this. I know. You're always going first. Are you still going first? Uh, I will go first. You're going first? Yeah. Okay. All right. Give me three reasons to bail on a party. Uh, I'm tired, I'm sick, and I don't have a car that works. Oh, I'll oh. give it to you. Yeah. Oh. Are, you, are I, you paying me back for the rocket last week? <laughs> You're still so filthy on that, are you? Well, look, I, I respect the fact that you doubled down 
But like when we look at it, like there is no way that I was not right. I was I was a little bit bemused by that. Te- technically, yeah. you're right. People do travel yeah. in rockets, but I meant like a everyday. Okay. Oh, I should have been more specific with the question. But have you ever heard the saying um, or the statement, "Man travelled to the moon"? <laughs> no. <laughs> Sounds like one of Rick's got my goats. <laughs> All right, I've All got right. one for you. Go. All right. Three, two, one, bang. Name three countries that finished in the top ten in the medal tally at the Olympics. Australia, USA, Russia. Give me my ding. Bang. Thanks. Good. Did that That's feel a, good? It did, and I'm just so glad you asked me that question because I've just been absolutely eye-fucking that tally board. Yeah, so, so I, did knew. I. I was like, I was looking over there like, okay, Australia, oh, Russia was there. Oh, Netherlands scraped in. <laughs> Italy. <laughs> All right, you're up. Um, okay, name me three bands you've seen live. Queen, uh, Oasis, and Nirvana. Oh, I lied though. Oh, well, don't lie to me. But like, <laughs> okay, I haven't seen many live bands. Hang on. I mean, how did you see Nirvana? Haven't they been dead forever? Yeah, apart but, from. But you gave me the like. Yeah, it's guy? like the um, as soon as you said bands, my mind raced to just name three bands, not three bands that I've seen. Anyone listening? I'm not a big music guy. You're the music on, guy. Yeah. Rick was the cheating liar. Then weren't you the cheating liar? Okay, look, I feel the the whole rocket thing. Getting back to that, the fact that you've dinged me for this. It's now an even playing field, right? Oh, <laughs> <fuck>. <laughs> All right. Anyone that's seen Nirvana live, fucking well done. You've lived life. Okay. Question number two. Name three locations where the Olympic Games have taken place. Australia, Germany, Rio. Uh, uh, Germany. Um, Germany, 1960-something. It must, yeah, it would have been there. I was I was after specific like USA would be like Atlanta, but oh okay, uh, I, I won't actually give myself that one because wow. yeah yeah don't I know. mean I don't have a list here Barcelona but like, yeah Barcelona was in what year ninety two wow you do know Atlanta yeah. was do you know why I know that because I used to have fucking ninety ninety two Olympics on Sega and it's the best game I've ever played in my life I did not expect you to know that Atlanta what year was that. Let's go 96. Correct. Oh, shit. Um, Beijing. Are you just going up in the numbers? I'm going to say 2008. Yeah. Are you joking? No, I skipped one to try and trick you. Oh, read your mind. Jesus Christ. Give me one more. I've got to fuck up somewhere. London. 2018. 2012. Ah, fuck it. 2018 wasn't even Olympic year. I reckon you got overconfident. I did. I didn't even think Rio about it. Rio 2016, 2018 was the World Cup. Oh, what a dickhead. I can't right. wait. World Cup, just next year. I'm excited. Where is that, by the way? Um, Qatar. Really? Yeah. Is that a lie? No. Is this a stitch up? Qatar. Up? Qatar, yeah. Really? I'm so excited. Do you love it like... Hang on. Are we even qualified in there? Not yet. I hope we, I hope we can qualify, but we're not qualified yet. Well, we need to wake up. I know. Okay. Speaking of, oh, speaking of waking up. Yeah. Hang on. We're not even through these. Hang on. Have you talked? No, I've got one more to go. Oh, we got very sidetracked. Okay. Yeah, I know. You've, good, good chat. Okay, here we go. Name three Australian 
gold medal winners from any Olympics? Ian Thorpe, um, Kathy Freeman, and Michael Diamond. Who? Michael Diamond. What did he win? Shooting gold. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't even know Actually, that. I don't even know yeah. if he won gold. Oh, I'm going to give it to myself. You said Dawn Fraser. Jesus. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, and, and one more thing. Before we leave the Olympics. Hang on. You, had, you got one more. Oh, okay. I do. Yeah. Can you tell that we're, me and you doing this, we're warming up to the, the whole duo thing? Yeah. Well, okay. warm up to this. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Name three ingredients in a quiche. Egg, cheese, and milk. I'll give it to you. Was wasn't it? in my quiche. Milk wasn't in my quiche, but yeah. Yeah, all right. The reason I asked him that is because I cooked him a quiche before the start of this. I can tell you feeling real sorry for me about the rocket thing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what, throwing you these fucking easy as fuck questions? Yeah. All right. Now, go on. What, are you done now? Um, yeah, I'm done. Okay, cool. Yeah. Right. Anyway, I wanted to glad, talk. Glad to get through that. Yeah, that was a fucking no, painful. I had, I had a lot of fun. Um, I wanted to talk about alarm clocks, right? Oh, yeah. Now, how often do you sleep through an alarm clock or do you wake up immediately? With an alarm clock, um, anyone that has uh, an iPhone out there will know that you can push a sleep button and the sleep button... Snooze. Le- the snooze, sleep, snooze button, whatever, yeah, lets you sleep for a further nine minutes. Can you adjust... It's not ten. Can you adjust the snooze amount of time? You, you, of course you could, but on mine, and I assume it's a default because I don't mm. bloody fiddle with the settings all too often. I think mine's about that. Yeah, I... Have a snooze that lasts nine minutes. So I assume anyone listening out there, if you have an iPhone and you haven't adjusted the settings, you um, get the snooze for nine minutes. Yeah. But here's my question to you. Yeah. Do you ever over – does the snooze ever run out? Like if you press it four oh. times, have you ever done that and it stopped um, alarming? I don't want to admit it, but there's been some days where I reckon I've snoozed for a good hour and a half. Like – just keep pressing it, keep pressing it, keep pressing wow. it, going back to sleep. I think I've probably done 40 minutes. The, the life of a guy that doesn't have a proper job, all yeah. right? So just hitting the So <laughs> do you ever accidentally hit stop instead of snooze? And then you – Oh. I've done it a few times and it's fucked me would, up. That would be a nightmare. Yeah. I've, I've actually slept right through the alarm, turned up full blast. Like I get that tired sometimes that I will just n- never wake up. And it made me start thinking about like we're pretty fortunate to have – an alarm clock on our phone, or even if you roll back 20 years, you okay. had yep. those big fucking loud alarm clocks you'd have on your bedside table or on your tall boy or whatever it's called. Yeah. And get out of bed and it'd force you to fucking actually turn it off and you'd mm. be out of bed anyway. Yeah. But what about people prior to like decent technology? I'm talking like 1800s. All right. Well, you say 1800s and well done because what year was the first alarm clock actually invented where they didn't have these problems? The answer is 1800s. It's 1787. So that's wow. the first year where people weren't dealing with these issues. Oh, hang on. They've been around for 200 years. Correct. And that surprised me. I thought if someone would go, all right, when's the first alarm clock? In oh, I, I was going to say 1920. Yeah. That's <laughs> like where my brain was like going. No but, way. But I, I was reading somewhere when you wanted to talk about this topic about how people would wake themselves up. And something that I read was, and I've got it here, Indigenous Americans used to regulate the amount of water they would drink before bed and that would determine the time they would wake up. 
Is that because they're busting for a piss? Correct. So wow. if they were to drink a certain amount of water before bed, they would regulate that to be the same amount every time they'd go to sleep and then they'd be like, okay, well, if I drink 500 mils of water before sleep, then I'm going to be busting for a piss at 6.30 in the morning and I'm, I have to get to work at 7.30 in the morning and that'll give me enough time to get to work. I'm so. fucking shocked that you've come at me with facts. I'm rattled. I'm rattled. I know. I know. Fucking this is I so know. unusual. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm fucking shocked. Wow, and that's, so, that's actually amazing. Like, Because yeah. in my head I thought it was just like, all right, let's rely on the rooster. Yeah. But let's get up at 6.30. You know, got to go to the church at 7 or whatever it is. Imagine living in a world where you rely on a rooster. I mean... What if it gets fucking eaten by a fox? Then you're sleeping in... You're probably going to get fired. Oh, no, Terrence, I've slept in. <laughs> it's like, fucking what if happened? If a fox attacks your chicken coop, mm. you're getting fired because you're going to be late exactly. and you're not going to be able to get to work. So... Yeah, so is that is that the 1800s version of the dog ate my homework? Homework? Yeah. Is the fox. <laughs> Absolutely, it is. The fox ate my rooster. It's a legitimate excuse to be late for work. Because, <laughs> God, I mean, and then there were, I've got. Um, you got more facts. Oil lamps, uh, which were calibrated, uh, the passing hours with movements of sand. Explain that to me. What do you mean? Now, well, they were devices that were set up that had, um, they're all set up and they. I don't, I'm not sure how they made the noise, but they were sort of jigged up so sand would pass through them and would make noises at certain times based on how long it took the sand to move through this contraption. So yeah, these right. oil lamps, um, water clocks. All water sort, clocks? Yeah, I mean, all sorts of crap. What have Damn. you written down? And you fit all that on one A4 bit of paper too. Yeah, it was in like a small little paragraph. You've done well. Yeah, I, I explain the, can you explain the water clocks? I, you... I can't. Okay. I can't. I might but, have to Google that afterwards. We can, we can watch a documentary or two Okay, so we were – well, I was very wrong thinking that people in the early 1900s were having trouble getting up out of bed. They already had this covered for over 100 years. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's pretty good. All right. Well, the other thing I wanted to talk about this week was um, – Obviously, been working through this pandemic, yeah. and at the moment we've got masks on. Whenever you go into shopping centres, masks on. If you go into, let's say, yeah, a service station like where I work, yeah, you know what people are doing now when they forget their mask, and we're meant to be kicking them out if they forget it. They come in and they do these ones, right? They put their shirt over their mouth for three seconds and go, "So, oh, sorry, I forgot my mask." Right? What do you when you say three? You mean? They lift it up over their nose and mouth and then they let it go after yep. what? And then after that, it's almost like I've now done my bit. Oi, fucking chomper. Sorry, we've got, got, we got a stray cat on the bench. He's fucking chewing through all the cords. Oh. Yeah, so they, they think that that excuses them, just that one motion. Are you watching this? Holy fuck. Oi, he's literally fanging the shit out of all the cables. We, um, yeah, and I'm thinking like, hang on, that does nothing. This this doesn't make the no mask thing okay. This isn't protecting anyone. And they walk up to the counter and they just once once the shirt comes down, that's the job done. I've pretty much got a mask on now. So, what are they trying to achieve? You're either you're either wearing a mask or you're you're not. Well, it's what, so holding holding it over your. your well, mouth this achieves your... them not having to walk back out to their car. That's all it does. But if you go into somewhere like a shopping centre. You can't you can't walk around like this the whole time. That's not that's not happening. But there, it's a loophole in shops where you're in and out in no time. But I'm seeing like maybe two out of twenty people doing it. 
So that must be frustrating. Very frustrating. I, I went through a, a bodlo drive through and I got out of my car looking around and I asked a question to one of the guys that was working there and as soon as he saw me he's like, Mate, where's your mask? And I could just well, I hang could, on, outside drive through. Yeah. I could tell as soon as he said that, he was almost waiting for me to like argue and say, nah, I don't believe in wearing a mask. You could almost see the shit that he had been through with other yeah. people, but I genuinely in his forgot. eyes, yeah, like, they're like, they're like he's like, Mate, you need to be wearing a mask. Like it's almost <laughs> like he was like anticipating yeah. like an argument, and I was like, oh man, I'm so sorry. Go back to my car, got one out of the glove box, put it on. Genuine mistake, but you could just see he was ready for like a full on like for me to just and tell him to go get fucked. This is the thing though, like. The government are putting these rules down, whether yeah. you like them or not, right? Yeah. But there's people that have to have to try and enforce them, and they're getting abused. It's not like their fault that the rules are in place, but if they don't enforce them, mm. they're getting fines, they're getting in trouble themselves, and it's really frustrating. So it's like your bad behaviour could end up being extremely unfortunate for the, the person that's having to deal with this crap. It, like, I don't want to go too far. It could cost someone their job, really. Of course it could. Absolutely. If, and, you're not, if you don't come down hard enough on them. And have you been hearing everyone saying, oh, you know, they're, they're making us wear masks for long periods of time because the carbon dioxide that you breathe back in actually kills you? Do you know what? And oh it's, such, it's such a flawless um, argument. argument here because yeah. all the doctors and dentists that have ever worked on me are all dead now because, you know, they wear face masks all day and... and Every time I go to rebook an appointment, they say, sorry, no, he's dead. He was wearing a face mask all day, all done. A lot of these arguments that come from these people that just have no fucking idea or they're just trying to create some sort of argument, there's always holes in their argument. Like with this one, like you're insane. Like doctors, nurses, healthcare professionals are wearing masks all day, every day. So by by your theory, they should all be dead. You are insane. Go home. And do you are you getting to the point now where you're seeing so many people now in a confused state of, you know, why are we still in the lockdown? Why are we doing this? I think communication's been pretty shit all over from the government, right? It has been. Not been great. Not with vaccines, not with lockdowns. There's no clear reason why things are happening for lengthy periods of time. But people like I was saying last week, are trying to channel their anger and they're going to all these people that are basement bandits that sit on their yep. fucking computer. I've got a really good question for you. You're mm. going to love it. And I think it's very relevant. Do you think people's level of craziness during the COVID pandemic has something to do with their situation? Their opinion is based on basically their situation and how they have to deal with this pandemic. Let me give you an example. Now, with your job, yeah. you get to go to work and make money. Mm-hmm. You're fine, no stress. Yeah. What about people that can't work, lose money, employment? They're more inclined to freak out. Mm-hmm. Are these people that freak out more inclined to have these bizarre ideas and will literally try and grab at anything in order to sort of like get this whole thing to stop. Now, it might be a protest. It might be COVID's not real. But but they're, they're not saying this because they truly believe it. They're saying it because 
They are in they're getting affected. Straits. They yeah. are getting fucked up. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah. I think it's one of the best sentences I've heard in a long time. Thank I you. think you're right on. Thank you. And Give me a pat on the back. It's probably right. Like I feel like yeah. maybe um, you, Rick and I, don't aren't in those stressful situations. So when we're here complaining about, you know, yeah. look at these fuckheads doing this, whatever. Yeah. We don't have that stress. Yeah. We don't know what we'd be like in that situation. But mm. I'd hope that even if I was – You'd you know, still be talking sense. I'd still be talking sense and I'd be going, well, I'm not going to go on yeah. a fucking rally. I'm not going to – I'd know in my head that yeah. that's going to contribute to longer lockdowns. It's not going to help the situation. Yeah. But, yeah, you, you make a very, very good point. Thanks, Dan. So I would say someone who's, let's say, in debt yeah. is going to be someone that's – More willing to be a bit freaky. Yeah, well, no, whinging about the government. Someone who's – uh, let's say an anti-vax person hmm. wouldn't be financially stricken. You know, I think yeah. everyone and every angle isn't always financial, and it might be them yeah. listening to some fucking coot cunt somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm just fucking sick of it. Hey, when yeah. what what are you making the end date on all this? Are you going to say end of the year we'll be back to normal again? Because we almost had oh, nine no. months here in South Australia right. of normality. I've heard this question a lot. People say. When is the end date? When you say when is the end date? I'm not talking about COVID gone. I'm talking about that nine months we had when everyone else overseas had COVID and Australia was almost like good again. So when do you think we're going Man. back to Australia good again? Middle of next year. Ooh. Like May. May, June, yeah. That's a, I'm guessing, man. It's all it's very hard to predict. But what I didn't predict was that we would be in such a good position and then all of a sudden be in such a bad position. But all it takes is just a... One fuck up. One fuck up. Yeah. One tiny fuck up. and If they just moved yeah. all the Medi hotels to one fucking spot in the middle of nowhere, employed people to work, six weeks on, six weeks off, this, wouldn't have never, this would never have happened, but they'd fucking fuck that up. But yeah. that's another story for another day. It Can't is. be fucked going into that. But all right, well... We probably won't have Rick back for the rest of the week, but uh, we're still here. So I'd like to get everyone to come over to the talk, your favourite. The talk. The talk. Not not the... The flip-flop. Don't say the, the full-length version of that name, just the talk. That's what we like to call or it. Or the Instagram. Come over, chat. Yeah. Give us a like. Give us a listen. And we'll see you next week. See you guys. Bye. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.
At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.